Welcome to Life Eternal Radio. My name is Pastor Ibrahim Siche. Lord is God and he is on the throne. Let us pray. Father, receive glory on an adoration. Thank you for the gift of a new day. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for your grace that continually paved way for us that has allowed us to see another day. Thank you for your masses that cover our tracks and remind us to continue steadfast in your name because you are a God who does not look at our weaknesses. You are a God who does not look at our failures or our transgressions. If anything, Father, you have covered them by the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, and you have declared that we are ashes and justified. May your word become true to us. May we see the reality of your word. May we live according to your word, according to your promises, your instructions, and your principles of life, that we may experience the fullness of life that is in Christ Jesus. This day you've given unto us, Lord, we commit it unto your hands, that you may walk with us, you may teach us your ways, O Lord that you may make straight the path that is ahead of us, that, Father, we may bring glory to your name, we may cause your name to be exalted and lifted in all, all spheres of our lives, and, Father, may your name be glorified all over the world. You are worthy of praise. You alone are God, and there is no other. In the name of Jesus, we pray and believe. Amen and amen. Glory and honor, Father, belongs unto you. Once again, this is Pastor Ibrahim Isiche. We are here at Life Eternal Radio and Podcast to proclaim the name of the Lord. Here at Life Eternal Radio and Podcast, we declare that God is God and there is no other. We therefore appreciate your prayers, we appreciate your thoughts, we appreciate your gifts that are intended to support this ministry to spread the message of the gospel to the ends of the world. Visit us at www.lifeeternalministry.com to support us and to listen to us uh, with posts daily uh, messages on our Facebook page and every other media we uh, have access to that we may reach as many people as we can. In this program, The Good Shepherd, I'll always teach about Jesus Christ. Today's message, I want us to talk about Jesus Christ, the captain of our salvation. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 10, the word of God says, For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of our salvation perfect with, through suffering. Jesus Christ, for whom are all things and by whom are all things, was qualified to be the captain of our salvations through suffering. And it is through that suffering, the Bible says, 
that he learned obedience through the things which he suffered. And it is in that process that many who believed in him are brought to glory. Why Jesus? Number one, we know that he is the word. In the book of John chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says that he is, he, he is the word. The word was with God. The word was God. In the beginning, he was with God. Let us read it uh, more accurately. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In verse 14, the word of God says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Why Jesus? All things were made through him and without him nothing was made. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him, and he is before all things, and in him all things consist. So nothing that exists was created uh, without him. All things that you see and all things that are invincible to men were created by him, through him, and for him. The word of God says, in these last days, he, the Father in heaven has spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the power of by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat at the right hand of the majesty on high. That's in the book of Hebrews, chapter 2. And he is the head of the body, that is the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. Why him? Because it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things on earth and in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Why him? For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be glory forever. Amen. Jesus Christ says that he is the way, the truth, and the life to the Father.
that's in the book of john uh, chapter 14 verse 6 when thomas asked the question lord we do not know where you are going and how we can know the way jesus said to him i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me and he goes on to say if you had known me you would have known the father also and from now on you know him and have seen him this is important to know because many have arisen many religions claim that their founders are able to lead them to the father but all that claim ended up empty many other teachings and many other doctrines that do not align with the word of god have insisted that you must do something in order to earn your way to heaven you must give something in order to earn your way to heaven but in Jesus Christ it is the other way around in Jesus Christ God did everything for you in order to enter his kingdom those who have believed in the son have earned eternal life they have earned access to heaven they have earned a pathway or a ticket to the father those who are in jesus christ those who have believed in jesus christ jesus christ is himself has become the author of their faith the captain of their salvation and the shepherd of their soul man in himself and of himself can do nothing to earn a ticket to heaven jesus says without me you can do nothing without me you all, all your righteousness without me all your righteousness is like filthy rags before the eyes of the lord no matter how good you are no matter how uh, great you may be without jesus christ your righteousness is like filthy rags before the eyes of the lord and therefore just as a ship requires a captain to lead it and to guide it through the vast seas just as the captain of a ship directs the crew in the ship on what to do in order to sail safely from one end to another so is our faith so is our salvation jesus christ is the captain of our salvation and it is only him who is able to guide us while we are still on this earth in order for the end of us to be where God the Father desires us to be.
our souls need to be led while we are still here on earth. We cannot lead ourselves. We need the Father to direct our steps. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse 10, the word of God says, It is not for man to order his steps. That is the work of the Lord. It is not in man to order his steps. For any time man orders his steps, the end result is death. The end result is death. Glory, hallelujah. We know when man fell from glory, the promise was simple. What I would call the curse. In dying, you shall die. No matter how smart you become, no matter how rich you become, no matter how experienced you become, to die, you shall die. Through one man, death entered the world, and death reigned in man. But through the free gift of Jesus Christ, life entered, that life may reign in man. So Jesus Christ is then the only captain that we can entrust our lives in. Jesus Christ is the only captain we can listen to and follow his direction. Him being the captain of our salvation, his purpose is to bring us to glory. His purpose is to lead us to glory. And as I said, man was created in the image of God. He was blessed and given dominion of all the works of creation. And we know that this exceedingly pleased the Father. We read that in the book of Genesis chapter 1, 26-28. It generally, greatly, not generally, greatly pleased the Father. We know that the only way man was to maintain that position of glory, the only way man was to maintain that position of dominion, the only way for man to grow from glory to glory was through the observance of the word of God, through obedience, utter obedience to every word that the Lord has given. We realize the fullness of Jesus Christ in our lives when the obedience inside is fulfilled. And fortunately, man fell from glory and gave up the dominion, fell from glory, gave up the abundance of life, fell from glory, and became slave to sin. But thank God, Jesus Christ delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his love. 
in whom we have redemption through the blood the forgiveness of sins in the book of Ephesians let us look at this a little bit more in depth verse 3 says blessed this is chapter 1 verse 3 blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places just as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved this is where we were before the fall this is who we were before the lord the fall we were blessed with every spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus in the heavenly places we were chosen before the foundations of the world and we were chosen in order to be holy in order to be without blame in before him in love we were chosen and we were predestined for adoption as sons by Jesus Christ himself this was all before the fall we were to reign in glory we were to dwell and thrive in glory in Jesus Christ suffering was never part of the creation pain was never part of creation fear and all other consequences of sin were never part of the original plan of god but the disobedience at the garden of eden paved the way and opened doors for all these oppressive measures of the enemy that came and stole our peace but thank god thank god thank god in verse 7 of Ephesians 1 the bible says in him in him we have redemption through his blood yes we fell from glory but in him we are redeemed through his blood we have received the forgiveness of sins and we have been made to abound in wisdom and in prudence and now the mystery of his will is made known to us and this gives pleasure to the lord so that in the dispensation of the fullness of times God the Father will gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him Therefore yes man fell but yes man has been redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 1:13 He has delivered us from the power of darkness and has conveyed us into his kingdom, the kingdom of his son, the son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness 
of sin. Now back to uh, the verse that we are talking about today, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. Let us read it once more time. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. It was fitting to the Father, it was fitting to the Father, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. Now, bringing many sons to glory, when you bring somebody to a place, you are doing an act of moving that person from one position to another. When a cab picks you up, it moves you from point A to point B. When Jesus Christ delivered us and redeemed us by his blood, he took us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And what qualifies him to do that was his obedience and his humility and his ability to remain faithful to the Father, perfecting and fulfilling all the requirements of the law. And in that he suffered. He suffered controversies when he made claims that he is the son of the Most High God. He suffered controversies when he claimed that he is the only way to the Father and no one comes to the Father except through him. He suffered controversies when he said that I have seen the Father and no one else has. He suffered controversy when he claimed that he only does what he sees his father do and he says what he sees his father say. He remained obedient to the word of God and through his resolve to be obedient and to finish, the, to do the will of the father and to finish his work, he suffered a lot. He suffered in the hands of the Pharisees, he suffered in the hands of the religious sect that thought they knew it all. They beheld the glory of the Father and yet they missed Jesus Christ, whom the scriptures spoke about. And in that suffering, he demonstrated the value of remaining obedient to the word of God. It is either God whom we obey or it is man whom we obey. And he demonstrated that if you choose to obey the words of your father, if you choose to believe in me, then you qualify to be in my ship. You qualify to enter the kingdom of heaven. You qualify to be moved from the darkness, the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. After all, it is him who created all things. It is through him all things were created. It is in him that all things consist. Therefore, he knows the end from the beginning. He knows what the kingdom of light looks like. He also knows what the kingdom of darkness looks like. He knows the journey in between the storms and the valleys and the waves and 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 and, and all uh, the attacks of the enemy 
that come along the way. He knows all of them and he is qualified to lead you because he knows how to protect you from the attacks of the enemy. He knows with which paths are dangerous to, to travel on and he knows which paths are safe and not necessarily easy but safe for he is able to lead us and to keep us from stumbling and therefore he knows which paths we ought to travel in. When the word of God says it is not in man to direct his own path, it is because man does not know the end from the beginning. Man does not know what is right in the sight of God and what is wrong. Man needs a shepherd who will guide him, who will lead him, who will direct him in his walk and his journey with the Lord. Man needs a captain who will guide him into the kingdom of the Most High God. And so the second part of that verse says, not necessarily the second part, but the first part, for it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, in bringing many sons to glory. Glory, therefore, is a place we are, be we are being brought to. Glory is a place we are being brought to. Glory is a place where we were first intended to function from. It is a place full of brilliance, a place full of exaltation and shining, a place of purity, a place of excellence and dominion. It is a place of fulfillment. Jesus Christ, in whom dwells the fullness of the Godhead, has qualified to bring us to that place. Glory is a weight that is full of brilliance. Back to the book of John, chapter 1, verse 13. The word of God says, verse 14 rather, not 13, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The weight of the word came and dwelt amongst us. So glory is both a place and a weight. Weight of excellence, weight of brilliance. The word of God says that Jesus Christ is the image of the invisible God. He is the image, he is the brilliance of God dwelling bodily with us. Oh Lord, now Jesus prays in the book of John chapter 17 verse 5 and he says this, And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world was. Glorify me, clothe me, immerse me in that glory together with yourself. 
take me to that place of brilliance. Let the weight of excellence cover me and overshadow me. Because, Father, I have fulfilled your will. Through obedience, perfected through suffering, Jesus qualified to bring us to that place of excellence. Qualified through suffering to bring us to that place of excellence. Think about gold. Gold is refined by fire. The value of gold is added when that gold is taken through intense fire to remove all forms of impurities that at the end of it the gold is perfect. Gold that is refined has far greater value than gold that is not refined. Here Fire is the refining tool to perfect the gold. Now, the obedience of Jesus Christ was perfected through fire, through suffering. And we who are now are in Christ, we who are in Christ, are therefore to embrace the sufferings of Jesus Christ. Paul says, we partake in the suffering of Jesus Christ. We rejoice in the sufferings of Jesus Christ. When people misunderstand you because of Jesus Christ, when you are persecuted because of Jesus Christ, when you're rejected and you're alienated because of Jesus Christ, you are being perfected. Your obedience is being perfected. Suffering is the vehicle used to bring you to glory. Suffering is the vehicle used to perfect your obedience. The Word of God says, you are not of this world, but you are in this world. Because you are in this world, the world will not understand you. If they rejected Jesus Christ, they will reject you. If they called Jesus Christ Beelzebub, they will call you Beelzebub. But in doing so, they are perfecting you because you are choosing the Word of God and not men. You are moved to please the Father, to fulfill the will of the Father and not the will of men. You are not seeking accolades and praises from men. And therefore the world will reject you. But in them rejecting you, it is important to know and to understand that you have already been accepted in the Beloved. And therefore your work is not in vain. Romans chapter 5, verse 3 and 5 says, We glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produce sufferings. 
produces perseverance. Sorry about that. Perseverance produces character. A character, hope. Hope that does not disappoint. When your character is being shaped through perseverance, as a result of tribulations, a result of suffering, then rejoice. Rejoice. James says in James 1, 3 and 5, 3 to 5, the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing, filled with the glory, filled with brilliance. Because God is more interested in you He is interested in your character, that you may be found blameless, lacking nothing, that you may be perfected, that you, because you are already pleasing in the eyes, in the sight of God, nothing can be found that defiles you. Why is this important? Because now we are representatives of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the captain of our salvation and has appointed you and I to be the captains of many people's salvation. For we are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. He has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation that we may reconcile the world back to the Father. God is not interested in The iniquities, God is not interested in the transgressions and the sins of men. His desire is to wipe men clean, to forgive their transgressions and to wipe them of all their sins and to cover their nakedness. God is interested in reconciling the world back to himself and has appointed unto us, he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So you who is not of this world, yet you are living in this world, God is interested in using you to subdue the world, to convert the kingdoms of this world to be the kingdoms of heaven that every nation will bow down to him. Every tongue will confess that he is the Lord. Now we understand and we know that Jesus qualified to be the captain. And we are qualified as well because we are now in Jesus Christ. For without him, there is nothing we can do. Without him, There is nothing we can do. And therefore, the world is looking towards us. The world is looking towards the church for leadership. The church has now the responsibility of captaining, if that's a word, many men and women to a place 
of glory. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 Now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. That is done. That is finished. All things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He has given you, he has qualified you to be the captain of the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us, we employ you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God for he has made him who knew no sin to be seen for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So number one, God has done it in Jesus Christ. God has done it in Jesus Christ. He has reconciled us in Jesus Christ. So we need to settle on that. Jesus Christ is the captain of our salvation and has given us the ministry of reconciliation that many may be reconciled to God. A couple of things as we come to the end of this message. Number one, in every man there is an inherent push for perfection. Each one of us desires excellence. Each one of us desires excellence. There is an inherent push for perfection in each one of us. But men fall short of the glory of God. We have to understand that. But that was in the past. Jesus Christ came and all those who believed in him all those who have accepted him as Lord and Savior, all those who have embraced Jesus to be the captain of their salvation, are now perfected in Christ. Jesus is working to transform us daily into his image. Jesus is working to transform our thinking to transform our seeing, to transform our understanding that we do not understand intellectually, but spiritually. Jesus is praying for you. In the book of John chapter 17, the prayer of Jesus, Jesus is praying and saying this, this is eternal life, 
that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I have glorified you on earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. Now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had with you before the world. And he goes on to say, I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours, you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they have known all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me, and they have received them and have known surely that I come forth from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but I pray for them. I pray for them. I pray for them that you may keep them. You may keep them. You may not take them out of the world anytime soon, that you may keep them, that they may begin shepherding the sheep, the shepherding of the people of God. Believe in him. Believe in Jesus Christ. He has prayed for you. He has not prayed for the world. He has left the world to our hands that we may transform, we may change the world. We may transform the kingdoms of this world to be the kingdoms of the Lord. Believe in him. By yourself, there is nothing you can do. Number two, abide in him. We learn a whole lot about abiding in the book of John chapter 15. Because fruitfulness, multiplication, and dominion are through him. Outside of him, there is nothing you can do. Seek him therefore, Psalms 27 verse 8. Seek him. Seek him. Seek him. Seek him at all costs. And lastly, remain steadfast in your confession. Hope has been poured in your hearts by the Holy Spirit. That hope does not disappoint. Jesus Christ, the captain of our salvation. Let us pray. Father, receive glory on an adoration. Thank you for your word this morning. I ask that, Father, you may continually guide us. You may open our eyes. You may fill our hearts with revelation and understanding of your words. That, Father, as we follow you as your leaders, that we may experience the fullness of the Godhead within. Thank you for the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for interceding on our behalf. Father, give us courage to remain steadfast, courage to walk humbly, courage to pursue just for the glory of your name. We honor you and we bless you. In the name of Jesus, we pray and believe. Amen and amen.